America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. Sam Adams is so delicious. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A dirty war There's going to be shortages of marijuana in Michigan pretty soon. There's already shortages. <laughs> There's already shortages. Kill them. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's the Daily Attic Podcast. It's your boy Tim and your boy Dave. What's up? We have special guests today. Uh, our boy Chad, our correspondent that helps us out. He finds stories. He's very uh, educated on the cannabis movement and especially in Michigan. We're going to go over some stuff and that's going to be a fun show. Giving you all the information you need. What's up, Chad? Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. You're welcome. So, you brought us some wonderful little treats here. And I wanted to thank you for that because... Uh, can you can you turn my turn up number three a little bit in my headphones? Because I feel like I'm not... Are we good? Or number two. Yeah. All right. There we go. Yeah. So, um, we got this one thing right here what is this called again a bazooka it's an elite bazooka. cannon it's an elite cannon shout out to elite um wellness and there's one in banger and there's one in clio yep bay city and mount morris make sure you check them out they have all your so but these this is one of this is the last of a dying breed here isn't it it is unfortunately um the marijuana regulatory agency has said that uh creating the cannons as we call them is uh processing is what it's known in Michigan because you're taking the flour you're grinding it you're you can you can make pre-rolls that's okay but once you add wax to it and keef which is on that um you're adding other substances that uh aren't measurable well it looks well measured to me. I can tell you that this fucking thing, I've had one of these, and uh, they're amazing. She's a so, moonshot. Yeah, I'm going to miss the moonshot, the shot to the moon. But I'm, this one's going to be a, a good Monday night football halftime treat. So yeah, enjoy appreciate that. that. I enjoy it. We got a Savage. Nope, uh, that's a High Life Farms. Oh, High Life Farms. Yep, that uh, made and processed in Chesning, Michigan. Oh, nice. Shout out to Chesning. Yep, it's a state-tested product that we carry at the shop. Um, very, very good product. I just wanted to, I wanted to bring, well, they're all Michigan products, but um, what was bring you one of those. What was the other one? What's that over there? Okay. Uh, edibles? Yep, that's an edible. Brought that for Dave. Wasn't sure he was going to smoke, so wanted to bring some goodies for everybody. That shit's scary, man. That. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that one's a little hardcore. You should start small. Don't go big. We're going to um, nibble. We, we possibly um, could you get the uh, the parachute, the CBD parachute drug? Can you carry that? Would you carry that? So, yeah. So we, we carry a, a large line of CBD products. Um, they're all tested. Um, and the good thing about CBD is you don't need a card to buy them. Um, unfortunately, due to the way our setup is, uh, the public can't get to them right now. But that'll change here very soon um, once the recreational piece comes through. But. Uh, currently, we, we don't have the parachute drug. I mean, I haven't seen it on anything, but if we could get it, we would carry it for sure. That's a pretty cool thing because when I see when I see edibles and people are going to be trying more and more as, as cannabis gets even more popular, you know, people, they'll, I seen a funny meme the other day. You take the first bite, you don't feel nothing. You take the second bite, and then two hours later, you're like, 
yeah. Googling ways to come down. <laughs> Driving in a tunnel. <laughs> You're Googling ways to get off your high. Well, they do have us. We covered that story, and they are in Michigan. The guy is uh, an inventor in Michigan that made it. So um, We'll have to check into that for sure. Yeah. For sure. I do, do like those edibles there, and, and lots of the products we carry, especially the state-tested products. Um, it really talks about the activation time. Yes. Um, it gives you the activation time. It gives you a dosage. Um, oh nice you know, yeah. of how to take it so that you don't overdose on it because you know the whole point of it is is you're trying to either medicinally take care of a problem that you have or you don't want to get so you can't function right and this is a soda splash gummy it's a shattered shattered thoughts yes. is that the name of the uh the company yes that's a good name Damn. <laughs> it's got a brain on there how creative yeah they make a good a good line of uh of vapes two cartridges um well thanks for the gifts man we appreciate that we're always we're always open to uh you know cannabis gifts anybody that's listening um make sure that you send them to (laughs) daily addict show p.o box joking check us out on daily addict uh on twitter at daily addict show make sure you give us the ratings on itunes google play stitcher everything as dave says and uh you know look out for us but getting back into this cannabis thing man this is a big huge movement and michigan for those of you out there michigan actually started making um cannabis legal of offer growing for caregivers and patients back in 2012 and then um they passed another law in 2016 or was that 17 the uh wasn't the voter initiative in 2008 it was in 2008 okay, so you had the voter initiative in 2008, was in 2008 and then you had the passing yes. of the mmfla yes which is the michigan medical marijuana facilities licensing Act. yes okay and that's what licenses all current facilities and then you had the the passing of prop one last yes year. yeah so that's the recreational yes so you, you so in michigan if you're 21 and over right now you can smoke weed Yep. You can you can have so much, you can possess so much. Yeah, you can possess up to 10 ounces in your possession, plus all you can grow. Each adult in Michigan household, well, one adult. So, you know, husband and wife couldn't both have 12 plants, but one adult in the household can have 12 plants. Um, the same rules apply. They need to be in a locked, uh, secure area so that they're not available to the public. Um, so you can have one adult human. Yes. What about dogs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's legitimate. Listen, dogs take CBD, man. They I, should be able to grow too. CBD, yeah, right? your dog does. Yeah, I so a, I have a twelve-year-old Weimaraner. You, so why should gifts. you have to grow marijuana for yourself and then turn around and your dog can't? I should get him a card. You should, maybe not. But anyways, how how much revenue is Michigan taking in so far, tax wise? Um. For, well, through, through the sales of those laws so okay. far. So, you know, we, we got to back through a couple of things here. The, the MMFLA, which used to govern all medical marijuana in the state, was pretty much abolished by the governor and Prop 1. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when our new governor was elected, she did away with the MMFLA, and they, they uh, formed what was called the MRA, which is the Marijuana Regulatory Agency. Mm-hmm. And that works under LARA in the state. So we really didn't have any tracking prior to that. 
now we have really good tracking. And so basically the tracking started from the, the first quarter of tracking was from October of 2018 to March 31st of 2019. And the state in, in total gross sales sold uh, 57500000 <clears throat> roughly. So you can just figure about $60 million. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the state collects 6% sales tax currently on that if it's a medical product. Mm-hmm. Uh, and conversely, in the second quarter, which was April to June of this year, the gross sales for marijuana products were sixty nine million eight hundred fifty four thousand. So you can see it's it's a large market. So do you think that's a good? So the so that's uh, that brought in about three point nine mil to the state. Do you think that's enough, or you think that's too little, or what? How do you feel about that? Well, you know. I, our product is already overregulated. Right. I, I feel that it is. I, you know, the the testing standards that we're required to to live by are some of the rigorous in the country. Okay, so you know, prior to um, September of this year, you know, provisioning centers were allowed to still buy caregiver product from Michigan caregivers. Yeah, uh, which is a person who is entitled to grow twelve plants per patient in the state of Michigan. So the 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 caregiver piece went away. So now. You know, if you didn't have a lot of caregiver flour, you know, on standby, you have to buy all state tested flour. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, um, the market is a lot bigger than what the supply is right now. Mm-hmm. So, state tested flour is is very expensive. It's you know some of it's in the five thousand dollars a pound range right now. Damn, fuck! Um, I need to get me a state license. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, but there's a tested. reason it's that expensive. I need I need to be a tester. But yeah, because it's it's such a rigorous program that you have to go through, and there are several of these growers that have failed over and over to pass testing. And if you don't pass testing, you have to destroy that product once you send it to the lab and they dumb. send the results back. That's if, the, so if it doesn't pass, stupid. the MRA comes out and they watch you destroy the. Product. I hate huh. that. That's retarded. That's dumb. They should be able to sell it to like another country or something, dude, or even as wreck. Yeah, or uh, well, the rec is going to have the same testing standards. Oh no, I mean, shit! Yeah, so that's the crazy thing about all this. Okay, so um, in it, the provisioning center side of it, let, let me clarify that it depends what it pe- failed for. Yes, yes, it, it depends what it failed for. I mean, obviously, if it's severely moldy weed and it's going to fuck somebody up, but I understand they have very stringent, stringent, oh, yes. you know, standards, the toughest in the country. Yes. And I say, like, all right, so say they test your weed. And 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 it doesn't pass Michigan, but it still would qualify in California. You should be able to move your shit to Cal- sell your shit to California. Why would you have? Why would they make you destroy all your shit? Well, because currently interstate trafficking is illegal. Still, you know you can't. There's no you can't bring product in for California and sell it in Michigan. That's the problem. So like so, what's happening is these brands like uh, Dixie Elixirs. Um, you know, some of these really big brands that are big out west, they're coming in here, they're partnering up with a processor or a grower here, to like Church Cannabis. Church Cannabis is a very large California cannabis company. They've come to Michigan, and they synced up with a processor, so they, that processor uh, runs that brand under their license. Right. And that's how most of it is done. Right. Uh, but it has to be packaged here, but, you know, there's... You just can't, you can't. So if they like drove it from California to here and they got stopped in Missouri. They're going to jail for a long, long time. They're going to jail. Well, not necessarily. They might get (laughs) off. 
They might get off. It all depends on the cop that's pulling them over and what it's for, because I could tell you, people get off on stuff like that. Very true. Yes. But you'll be risking it. They they need to change that. They need it because we covered stories where a guy's uh, transporting hemp. Poor guy. He's in Oregon where it's, you know, it's legal. He's got a semi full. He's going to Colorado. He gets stopped in between. And he's, you know, they got him facing charges for marijuana. They don't even know about hemp wherever he got stopped. I forgot where it was, but. Um, yeah, they charge him for having a truck full of marijuana, and uh, there's got to be. See, that's a tough one because you know mar- marijuana is becoming more mainstream. You know, I uh, I really expect within the next five years they'll deschedule it at the federal level. I, I mean, I, oh, I, I hope have so. to. I really feel like that because it's you know almost every state is passing some form of either medical marijuana law or some kind of recreational licensing law so to me i, I just don't I, I don't understand it that's you know you're growing a, a plant right we think we think like all drugs should be pretty much legal well that's it works in other it works in some other countries it has so far i think you cocaine's know. a plant it, it starts out that it way yes it is yeah so if if i had a cocoa plant a cocaine, what is it called? A cocoa plant growing like in the corner of my kitchen. I grab a leaf in the morning instead of coffee. And chew that shit. Chew that leaf on yep. the way to work. You can get high off that? Yeah. You chew, that's what they do. And they chew the leaves. I don't know if it gets you high, but it gives you energy. Yeah. It gives you a little buzz, gets your teeth numb. You don't got to eat. Okay. Hell yeah. Suppress your appetite. It's legit. So I think cannabis in Michigan is got a little culture it's still it's still got a culture it's i don't want to say shock but there's a change between the old guard and the new guard you still have people in michigan and counties and municipalities that are anti-cannabis as soon as there's something available uh with a law for them to get involved in cannabis they always say they go they get their board of directors or their board together or their government and they vote right away i happen to be in one of those thank you very much um saginaw township you absolutely i i understand the stance that some people have personally but when you have the the majority of your population in your district and they are your constituents and they vote pro marijuana you should not be using your personal beliefs to shape the law in that community. You should, that's a clear indication to me that you should be looking at it seriously and not shooting it down every time because there's benefits. Yeah, absolutely. Especially I think Saginaw County in the state of Michigan, I I think they're either number three or four for the, the largest total patient population. Wow. Yeah, I, I think they're they're behind uh, uh, Wayne County and Kent County. Wayne County is the number one patient population in the state of Michigan. That's good to know. That's good to know. And I want to say there's about two hundred and forty thousand plus or minus patients in the state right now, somewhere in that range. And that the, doesn't include caregivers. There's a state I just listened to. Uh, I just listened to a podcast. They're talking about. 
Is it Oklahoma that just passed their yes, medical? Yes. They got 200,000 patients already. And they're doing it right. They're, they're getting their places licensed up real fast. Uh, you know, they're letting these guys scale up to get the grows going. They're doing it in the, you know, they're not licensing like 50 provisioning centers and two grows. They're more going after the, the grows and the processors and then doing the provisioning centers gradually because that's what you need to. I mean, the demand is definitely there. Yeah, it's not. Michigan didn't plan it very well. No, no, there was no. They should have had a better plan going in because it's just been fumbled all the way. They could have made it lucrative for everybody, but instead they tried to protect it some few. And uh, in that, there's still holes in the system. There's still ways to get around everything. And most importantly, in you know anywhere where you have even you're trying to regulate something is broad as cannabis now because everybody is able to grow it now you're going to try to regulate it and 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 to me it seems like if you're doing the stuff that you're talking about you're real strict you make it hard to get it you make it difficult for the average person to get into it as long as the average person can grow it for less than the company or business then you're always going to lose out on uh revenue and canada is a perfect example Canada's black market is bigger than its legal market by far. Oh, by heads far. And tails. Heads I, and tails. Listen, I think the American black market is bigger than they want to tell us it is. Oh, we, we covered that with the uh, Gridiron Nerds guys. We, we, we covered a story that said Americans on illicit drugs spend between 2016 and 2019 every year $150 billion, but we think that's low. Yeah, I That's do low. I do too. I, I, what really surprises me is is now this becoming more mainstream. You know, the pot smoker had the old adage of the you know the parking lot kids or the you know the down by the river or, or things like that. But there's a lot of professional people that I see day in and day out that are large large cannabis users. Yeah, you know, and they yeah. they partake. You know, and it's 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 a lot more mainstream than you think it is. There's just a lot of stigma tied to it, unfortunately. There's still we still got a way to go. But the one that's really going to knock them on their socks is uh, mushrooms. <laughs> Just wait until that that one's going to that one's I've never coming. Tried those? They're pretty amazing. They're pretty amazing. Well, you know that I got a little lightweight status. Well, it's not you that know. kind of thing. No, it's not that kind of thing, no. dude. It's a if you do mushrooms, you should do it. And this is for anybody, including my friend Chad. Anybody out there that hasn't had them. Get yourself an eighth of mushrooms. Don't do it around a bunch of people. Don't have some kind of big thing planned. Don't go to a concert. Don't do no shit like that. Just really be by yourself. You know, go out to the woods. Go in a room where it's dark. Just think. Dude, you will be amazed. You'll be amazed the revelations you come up with in that little bit of time. And then the next time you do it, go on a hike or go to a concert or do something like that because you really need that first experience for your brain for you to realize what it is um, because it's not something you're going to control. Is it no. like a spiritual trip then? It is. It is. Like it's, peyote or something like that? It's like, you know, it's like you really realize that there's life and there's death and everything else in between is just bullshit because you really appreciate shit, you know, it. The way that, um, oh, what is that guy's name? Michael, he's on Rogan all the time. He does the psychedelics all the time. I'll think about it. But the way he describes it is 
your brain gets into your brain gets programmed to have predetermined pathways for certain thoughts. So certain things would take you down roads you don't even want to think about sometimes. And they they leave ruts. They leave ruts in the paths that they go through. And when you do shrooms, you basically level those ruts out. You basically level out the ruts in your brain that take you to negative places that make you think about things like, you know, it's really, it is. It's, I don't want to say it's an ultimate spiritual, uh, spiritual experience, but I recommend anybody try it. And I think that people that shape the laws for drugs should at least try the drug sometimes. <laughs> I think it's a requirement. Should be. Yeah. I think it should be a requirement. Yeah, if you're going to write a law about yeah. something, you should do it. I mean, how can you regulate something you don't know anything about? No, yeah, exactly. Because you're just, there's been so little study so far purposely that people really are uneducated about everything. So, but that's going to be the next big thing, I think. There, Ann Arbor will be the first in Michigan. Because they're always the first. Guaranteed, because they, they have a very active, we watched it when we covered that story and we watched the video. They're already gathering. They're meeting quite often down there to talk about. So what you do is you have a movement and a bunch of pe- a small group of people becomes a big pe- uh, uh, group of people. And then they go in there and they write a law and they propose it and they know how to, they know the strings behind the, you know, that's what it's all about. If you know the system, you can get any law passed. If you really know the system and you get a movement going and I think they're, they're on their way there. I think they're going to do it. And I'll be, tra- Hey, let me have some of that. You like to try the stizzy? This is a stizzy. Yep, it's straw nana. It's eighty-seven percent THC. Straw nana. It sounds like. I know, it sounds it sounds a little off, right? <laughs> it does. I I like it, but I'm thinking of different things for that word. I'm not going to describe it right here, but <laughs> straw nana. Smooth. Yeah, it's very very smooth. Oh wow. Yeah, I can taste the straw nana in that mother one. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to try some of that? No, I'm good. All right. I don't blame you. I got a Durban poison over here, too, if you need oh, some. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very familiar <laughs> with Durban poison. Well, hey, if, if you're going to sell the products, you got to have some samples. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's the samples. That's around, true. Right? I know? appreciate that. So... Cannabis in Michigan. Where do you see it in five years? Well, say you were to look ahead to 2024. Well, I see that, you know, a lot of the big brands, uh, which, you know, fortunately I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a part of a good brand. Yeah. Um, a lot of the big brands are scaling up and I think that they're scaling up to get ready because, you know, it's going to shake out the smaller players. I said, a year ago when a lot of places started taking money for the licenses, like municipalities. Yeah. I said that the first year they'll, they'll all come and buy, they'll buy every license that's there just to hold them. They'll spend the money and see where it's at. Then the second year, it'll be about three quarters of them. The third year it'll wind down to half because it's going to weed itself out. You know, right. that's a pun weed. <laughs> it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to separate out what I'll say the men from the boys in, in this, because, you know, the, the smaller shops that aren't funded, I mean, you, you have to be well-funded. Right. Uh, first of all, um, you know, the, as we already talked, the product's not cheap. Right. Um, the, 
cost of compliance is not cheap. Right. Uh, packaging, um, the overhead, the things that it takes just to run an operation, you know, is not a small price. You know. So where so where is it? And say so say say I'm driving down I seventy five in twenty twenty four, you know, in my Ford Taurus, listening to you know some old classic rock, high as shit, and I'm ran out, and I'm gonna pull over somewhere. Am I able to just pull over on the next exit and get some weed? Or yeah, do you I, think think I, gotta... I think it'll be pretty readily available in most major places. You know, obviously Saginaw right now, it's right. not going to be available. No. But yeah, I mean, and it's pretty available right now. I mean, right. if you go to Bay City, you know, most blocks in the Bangor Township area yeah. and Bay City starting to come online too, you can find a shop, you know. But I, I think, you know, the major thoroughways, you're going to see them. You're going to see major brands. I think, the, honestly, I think the Marlboro Man's going to come to town before too long. It's going to turn into big business, you know. I right, mean, right. They set it up to kind of be like that. Yeah. You know, because the first, when the MMFLA passed, the first part of that law was is that uh, if you were from out of state, in order to do business here, you had to have a Michigan partner. Well, that expired last year. Right. So now you're starting to see these guys pop up and buy actual things like, you know, there's lots of companies from Denver here right now. Yeah. Um, you know, putting up dispensaries. Uh, there's a Canadian, a large Canadian company that's buying a lot of provisioning centers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Farmco. They're they're buying a lot of places up, and they're they're trying to get these brands built up. Yeah. Um, you know, they're scaling up the businesses. It's about branding. It's about. It's yeah, just it like any other product. It's just like any like the packaging. The uh, Aviance, you know, if you can, if somebody can look at something, because listen, man, I've been smoking for years. I know a lot about cannabis and I can tell you, I've had all the fruity boo-boo cocoa puffs, fucking great, awesome shit. Okay. I've seen it all. I've seen orange tangerine, space dream, queen, fuck face, fall on your face, fall out the door. You know, I've seen, I've smelt it. I've seen it. I love weed. No doubt about it. But the branding i'm looking at some of these companies and they're putting these logos on this what's the one that's in uh the one in california the dude burner owns it oh i don't he's the kind of rapper dude yeah it's called cookies yes it's called cookies shout out to cookies branding is 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 amazing his bag like when you walk in his store dude you can buy swag you can buy weed he's got his logo set it's cookies with a bite out of the corner it's all and they do you know it's amazing the packaging is is the craziest thing to me is that the more flashier your packaging is the more people want it that's crazy you know and I, i wish i had brought a few more just to show you different packaging but these guys are going all out on these packages oh yeah like uh you know, like the church cannabis, I mean, it comes in like a glass coffin type case and it's all, you know, it's, it's just got all kinds of wild stuff on it. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's really, I mean, it's, you almost don't want to open it cause it's so cool to look at. People are smokers nowadays, man, are really into the process of everything. Yes. They're into the way it looks. They're into talking about it. They want to talk about the strain. They want to talk about the flavor. They're breaking it up. They're trying it different ways. They smoke it in a bong. They smoke it in a joint. They got hemp papers. They got, there's so many more options. You fuckers that are younger are so lucky. And I tell you this all the time. I was smoking out of a toilet paper <laughs> roll, motherfucker. You know what I mean? I had brown uh, CD 
uh, sticky stick weed. Sometimes, dude, I had, I told this story before, but I had this one chick used to sell me weed. They brought it up from Texas in the fucking drive shaft. So it was like a pound was as big as a fucking Campbell's soup can. And she would like break off an ounce and it looked like a thin disc. It was a whole ounce. Like a and tuna it was, can, eh? Yo, dude, not even, <laughs> not even the size of that. You, literally like a razor blade to chop it up and smoke it. There's been all kinds of weird shit. I've been around a long time. And this is like the most exciting time because you're talking about buying cannabis like it's Oreo cookies, dude. Well, that's the thing. Like, you, you know, the kids these days, it's like uh, these rigs that they're coming out with. Uh, the biggest thing, the, this is the craziest thing to me. I've, I've never done a concentrate per se. And when I say a concentrate, I'm talking about a wax, um, an oil, a, they have the crumble now, they have sauce, it looks like applesauce, they have diamonds, all mm. these things, okay, that are super high concentrated batter, um, all these different things, live resin. I've never done any of these, but these kids, they love it. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're smoking the stuff out of $100, $200, even glass rigs. You know, <laughs> they dab out of these big bongs and... Mm-hmm. Me, that's too much for me. I just, you know, you give me an old school doobie, I'm good with that. But I see that on Instagram a lot. I see guys that they make Instagrams of them just dabbing. Taking a big rip. Taking a big rip. They want to see how how long they can hold it in. Oh, my God, dude. I couldn't imagine. Mm -mm. I did two dabs in my life, and I was dabbed the fuck out after that. (laughs) I give you guys big kudos. But I was happy to go through the struggle for where it is now. And you know what? Ever since I started smoking cannabis... I always knew it would be legal one day. I when I started, I always knew. I always told we we talked about it all the time. Like it's going to be legal because how can it not be? I smoked Newports at the time. I smoked cannabis and I drank, and it just did not make any sense to me. It never made sense to me. It was the least dangerous out of all those three, and I was just uh, you knew it. It's exciting time now. You know, it's an exciting time. Well, what's crazy for me is I, you know, I, I was never a, you know, I, I drank a, you know, a fair share in my life, but I was never into marijuana per se. Mm. You know, um, my my stepdad unfortunately uh, got cancer probably six six years ago now because he I think he died four years ago now. Um, and my stepbrother and I, we you know we dabbled a little bit. He did a little more than me, and then I kind of got into it a little bit more. But you know, I. I still am not a, a huge user of it, mm-hmm. but it's. I like to grow it. It's mm-hmm. it's therapeutic. I like watching the plant evolve. Mm-hmm. I like watching to see what the end product is, and also I like to I like people to enjoy it. Yeah, you know, I like to I like to hear the feedback and the enjoyment of something that you created. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a product that you you created. That you know, sometimes you take a seed, you take it all the way to the end. You know, yeah. Um, That's what. But you're only smoking. Uh, the shit I grew. The shit you grow. Yeah. Because I was talking to him because he's been smoking. Well, you've been smoking pretty much daily now. Or- yeah. So Good that- for you, Dave. You Thanks, man. And I got to tell you, man, you are a much calmer person. You're a much calmer person. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like a little wiser. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so, man. All right. Well, I'd like to think so. But, um, yeah, it's always, it's so growing. It is definitely a pride thing. <coughs> I just did it cause I wanted to, cause it was legal, man. Yeah. You don't got to hide that shit. You just grow it now. So when you run out, you're not smoking. Nope. Cause you're only smoking your own. 
Is there a reason you're only smoking your own? Because I just use water, man. No chemicals. Well, not all nutrients are chemicals, though. There's some Everything or- is. No, organics. I piss on it once in a while. Who's <laughs> <laughs> to say that's all natural? Huh? No, I used to grow uh, red worms, so I just used that soil. So that's all I used. Yeah, so so you're using already uh, enriched soil. Yeah, and yeah. then just adding water. Yeah, well, that's 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 a good quality way to grow. It sure. is. Sure. Yeah, you that's really cool. eliminate any risk of because even with organic nutrients or nutrients you buy in the store. They're, that batch could have been fucked up. Yep. You know, maybe their quality control was sleeping that day. They got high, so they didn't know. But that's always a good thing. Well, you know, and, and, and growing, I think, is an art, too. You know, getting back to where you said where the cannabis industry would be in five years, I think the companies that vertically integrate now that, you know, have not only retail outlets, but they have grows and processors, I think those are the ones that are going to survive this. Yeah. And the ones that perfect it and really put the money into the to to the grow and the process side of it are going to be the ones that win in the end. Oh yeah. Well, I can imagine that it's probably going to, at some point in time, you're going to be able to buy cannabis like any other product product. And the overhead's going to be a lot less too. I think eventually they're going to lighten up a little. I think, I think eventually once it's federally legal and once it's, on the black market and it's still cheaper. I think eventually it'll just become a normal thing like alcohol. Like you make two bottles of wine at home with your wine kit and share it with me or not, or we can go buy wine anywhere. I yeah, think, I, mean, I think eventually it's going to be all the time. I, I, you know, that's why I say that's really nuts about marijuana is, you know, we've been allowing people to make homemade wine and brew their own beer for years. Yeah. That's right. not regulated one bit. No. And, and who's to say that's safe. You know, if the right. alcohol content, you know, the, the, uh, you know, they drop a little dropper and they're like on the moonshine show or whatever. Yeah. That, yeah. that checks that. Yeah. If that stuff's that far out of whack, that can hurt people. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I, I mean, how many overdoses you heard from marijuana? I, I personally haven't heard of any. I don't think there's been one on record. I thought I was going to die. You know, I ate you a did. lot of cookies one night, but in some Funyuns. But I got to the Google, that, the Google point. Uh, but that was on an edible though, right? No. It was on RSO. RSO. No. Yeah. See, Fuck. you, that's not for the faint at heart. No, that's not to be taken that way. Really. No, it shouldn't be. I mean, no. if you're treating cancer or something like that, yeah, you know, to shoot a, shoot a straight shot under your tongue, they say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that, but I mean, I've known two different fellows uh, that I've done business with over the years that have treated their cancer. One had a large lung tumor, and I mean, he shrunk the tumor right out, and he's alive today. But he said, I had to take a gram of RSO in the morning. I had to take a gram of RSO at night, and I had to do that every – I did it every day for 80 days. But he said it took two weeks before his body acclimated to that much RSO and that concentrated of a dose that he was a total – he was either totally incapacitated in bed or he was stuck in a chair all day for the first two weeks because he just – he couldn't handle it. It it took him right to the brink. Then once his body acclimated, it – Worked up, and I've known other people that have had major surgeries, like a complete knee replacement. Yeah, started on a regimen of cannabis oil RSO prior to the surgery, and then during, you know, after and after, and it uh, not only raised their white blood cell count for healing purposes, um, it accelerated their healing processes. So, wow. you know, I think the healing part of it is, is sometimes left out of this thing, you know. And if you if you try to do it, and people don't do enough research on it, and if you want to try it we're not doctors. We're not giving you any legal advice, but we're just saying 
you go on there and look at Rick Simpson's story and what he talks about when they make RSO and why they make it the way they do. They have all the mm-hmm. cannabinoids in the plant, all the terpenes, everything. It's You're getting all the... Because he's saying the healing properties are in the combination of all the properties. That's correct. Yes. That's correct. It can't be... You don't want to physically alter the properties. It's got to be the you know the regular leaves of the plant and everything broken down. Right. So right. I, you know, with that being said, I, I, you're absolutely correct on that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it makes sense though. It makes total well, sense. You know, and there's a lot of people that come in. I mean, sure, I'm not an idiot. I mean, there's people coming in just to have a card because they want to get high. Right. But there's there's the the overwhelming majority of folks are coming there because they have a need. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, I, I like at our businesses. I, I really like the fact that one of the things we pride ourselves on is our, our bud tenders, which is the person that helps you in the facility. They know the product, you know, they're, they're users of the product. They know it. They, they know the properties of it. And, you know, they don't just try to sell you the high end thing to make a buck. So, right. So, I, you know, I think that's very important is having knowledgeable people, you know, to, to fix you up for the right ailment, because I think the great majority of folks really are using it for healing properties. And it's yeah, they, the CBD and uh, THC and the combination of, of everything else is really being studied closely right now. Yes. Well, hemp, you know, I mean, hemp, hemp. in Michigan, the, the pilot program for hemp. I mean, it's a wild west out there right now mm-hmm. for that. Uh, you know, these guys are just doing their first harvest. Uh, yeah. the, the tests need to come back uh, under 0.03. Yeah. And a lot of them I'm hearing aren't coming back at that for THC levels. And, and they're having a hard time with it. If you look at that, it can be anywhere in the 0.03 range. So right. it can be 0.039, but it just has it to be, be under 0.04. I can't. So not that that makes a huge difference, but man. They got to start sending their shit for testing earlier, in my opinion. Well, they have to get good genetics. You got to get good genetics. I asked a guy that yesterday. So a a guy that's got a pretty large hemp farm uh, in the uh, northern lower peninsula. Yeah. He was saying just what you said. Yeah. The key is, is, you know, the, the... when you, I didn't know this till he told me this, but the guidelines say that you have to clip a bud that is no more than uh, two inches from the top. Yeah. Down on one of the branches. Yeah. So you can pick any branch, but it's got to be no more than two inches from the top of yeah, the branch. Right. But that's what he was saying. the The key is clipping it early enough to where it's you know the the THC hasn't come out of that plant so hard. Yeah. So you know you were right in what you're saying there. That's what they're looking at. But some of these guys, you know, they're because the law also says that you have to harvest it 15 days after you to get it tested. Yes. So that's not a lot of time. No. It's a lot of time in the cycle of the plant. Yes. So if you grab if you grab the bottom stalk on that plant, it's going to have the most underdeveloped buds on it. Yes. And you go two inches from the top of that, and you send that in. With just not even, say, your very top bud just became not the trichomes just became cloudy or not even cloudy yet but you know it's getting to that time you know it's at week six you know this thing flowers out at eight weeks you know you have two weeks to mess with send that fucker in past the thc threshold wait two weeks and take it down at the last moment possible just take it down you know what i mean but that's that's a hard thing to when you don't when you you know you know that growing cannabis and plus Outdoor is a little bit different than indoor, but 
Yeah, so I what, feel bad for the guys that tested bad and got to fucking sell, well, got to destroy their shit. That's stupid. Hemp versus marijuana or cannabis, whichever you want to call it. What I find very funny about the state and how they look at this. Marijuana that's grown at a state licensed facility or by a caregiver that someone wants to sell to a state licensed processor or grower has to test to a rigorous standard. That test is $450 a batch. Yeah. Okay? And it comes, you have to do 10 pound batches. Okay. Yeah. So they come in, they take their samples. Now it's, it's known far and wide that outdoor crops, whether they're marijuana, hemp or whatever, are going to inherently have a mold spore in them. Yeah. It's outdoor. It's yeah. not a controlled right. environment. Yeah. It's probably going to have some pests in it too, because it's not a controlled environment. Right. So that being said, hemp is not held to the standard that marijuana is. Right. Yet it it can be sold in the same place that state tested marijuana has right. been sold. CBD. That's yeah. that's what I don't the CBD piece. Yeah. I, mean, I don't understand that you hold me to this standard, but you hold them to this standard because the, because the because the federal government already jumped on the hemp train. Well, so the state so the state's feeling like it has to catch up now. So it's like. You know, it's a pilot program right now. It's probably going to go that way. Well, and I, you know? I'm not advocating for it to go yeah, that way. Right. But, the, but the thing is, is it's used the same way. Yeah. You know, this this being marijuana, I know we're not on camera here or nothing, but yeah. this being marijuana, this being hemp or, or CBD, yeah. they're both used the same way. I'm either going to smoke it, I'm going to eat it, whatever. So why do I have to have one to a standard that's considered safety compliance right. and one that's not? And I'm doing right. the same thing right. with them. Right. So Because they know, love farmers. They love farmers. Apparently. <laughs> Certain kinds. Uh, I don't know why, man. That's a good question. Um, I think it'll develop into something more. Once it, hemp's got, hemp's at the very beginning stages. It That's an exciting thing too, man. It's at the very front stages right now. And it's, it's going to be immensely enormous. It's going to be bigger than cannabis. Hemp is going to be bigger than cannabis. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind, it's going to be way bigger because the versatility Mm -hmm. and the person that's using it, the everyday user, I want to make a fucking hemp barbecue grill cover. I think that'll be awesome because every one I buy tears, they're all pieces of shit. They're plastic pieces of shit. I bought seven of them fuckers and they're 50 bucks a piece and they're vinyl. I want to make one out of hemp. Fuck it. I know that was random, but. I'm smoking this shit from Elite Wellness right now, and I'm going to get random. <laughs> How did you like the stizzy? The stizzy got me dizzy. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> so it served its purpose. <laughs> Another customer well uh, No, very good, man. It's very good. All these products are very good. This is uh, a lot of fun, man. I'm glad you could come and join us today. Well, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys having me. I'm I'm a big fan of the show, as you both know. Yes, uh, sir. I, I like to, uh, you know, when I see articles, I think of or that you guys are like. I'm, you know, I'm always promoting it. I'm always telling people to to download it. Um, nice. You know, so I appreciate you guys having me on and, and getting the take. Of that's what where our, marijuana. That's about. where our two listens come from. I know. I know, man. That's uh, no. It's it's been awesome that you've been so supportive and and. Uh, Thanks for you know being a part of that, dude, and, and sure. sending I was us a articles. A week ago, because you missed a week. You know? <laughs> yeah, we've been slowing down a little bit. Um, we're trying to get. We were doing two a week for a good while there, but now we're moving into you know soccer and swimming and you know, family Football. stuff. So 
football. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to keep up, but you know, our listeners are not, they're not going down or anything. We're, we're maintaining pretty good, man. We're coming upon our 50th episode. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah. Thanks man. It's like, we started this back in March and, uh, had a plan and just, you know, decided to go with it. Fuck it. And you know, we've been, we've been having a good time doing it. We're thankful. Everybody, everybody that's, uh, you know, letting us know, sending messages, downloading, you know, guests on our show. It's, it's nothing but love, man. We're making a lot of friends. We're doing a lot of things. So we appreciate all that. We do. High rant done. (laughs) We appreciate you guys. Well, you make sure you, uh, if you're coming through Michigan, you stop at uh, Elite Wellness. If you're a patient, when it's recreational, you don't need to be a patient. So Hopefully by December, anybody can come in, hopefully. I hope this episode was very educational to folks and uh, you enjoyed it as much as we did. Catch you later.